to a new report from cyber experts, Russia has already started spreading disinformation ahead of the 2024 election, or as Russia keeps insisting, the 2025 election. Nobody there got it either, because it's not a joke. It's a, it's a room full of writers that couldn't come up with a joke. Is the writer's strike still on? I thought the writer's strike was over. Maybe it's time to bring back the writer's strike. First, they came for the comedians. And I did not speak. Because I was not a comedian. The unfunniness of it all. Hey! It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you and welcome. See, Biden yesterday uh, eating ice cream, diverting from his fundraiser for a minute, and the lamest interview ever. Did, did, did it really look like he was reading the teleprompter uh, to respond to all of the fake questions that were staged by NBC Network, right? Not even NBC News, but the entertainment people at NBC. And uh, Joe Biden in New York uh, to raise money from billionaires because that's his base, and uh, and then to get an ice cream, and he's walking around, you know, like a five-year-old licking his ice cream, and somebody asked him a question, and it had to do with the news of the day, which is quite unusual. They didn't ask, did they also ask what flavor ice cream he was eating? Because that's normally the kind of question that he gets, because we live in the Soviet Union when it comes to our news media. They are Pravda, they are TASS, they are Izvestia, they are not on the side of journalism, and they're certainly not on our side. But in any event... Uh, Joe Biden in New York yesterday embarrassed himself repeatedly, and uh, the news media loves it because they embarrass themselves on a daily basis as well uh, for different reasons and in a slightly different way, but they're on the same track, nevertheless. Uh, pretty pretty amazing stuff. And they say, oh yeah, that peace deal, he's eating ice cream, licking ice cream, looking like a dimwit, and so oh, yeah, peace deal, maybe, you know, Ramadan, maybe uh, Friday, maybe Monday. Uh, I'll share that with you because... Uh, there's, what about the peace deal in Ukraine? Any peace deal simmering in Ukraine? The answer is no. Uh, what do we got about 500,000 dead in Ukraine, uh, between the Russians and the Ukrainians and, uh, no talk of a peace deal. Where's our chief diplomat? Where's Antony Blinken? Where's, uh, where are the peace talks going on? Honestly, uh, they're all pro Hamas. Isn't that peculiar? That is peculiar. You know, we've got Rashida Tlaib in uh, Michigan calling on her fellow jihadis to vote present. Uh, on the Democrat that we have in Michigan today, the primary, and Joe Biden is really the only contestant in the in the uh, Democrat Party's contest. There, it's not a contest at all. It's rigged. See, it's rigged. when you you know when they kick Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I think he's a lifelong Democrat, isn't he? Out of the Democrat Party because they know that the fossil in the Oval Office uh, can't take any competition, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is you know kind of an odd duck, but he's He's right about some things, and he's wrong about other things, and, and that's fine. He's entitled. But the Democrats kicked him off the ballot because they don't want somebody named Kennedy in there. That could cause problems for them. And besides, he might drive off a bridge or something with, you know, the young lady in the car. But that's, uh, that's another discussion for another day. So Joe Biden, the, uh, we got Rashida Tlaib and other jihadis uh, saying just uh, vote uh, none of the above, vote present, uh, vote uncommitted, uh, write something in. Uh, they should write in Hamas. They should write because the you know these they're Democrat voters. 
they should write in that they're uh, jihadis and they're voting for Hamas because that's what they're doing. We have jihadis living among us. You know, like in France for years, they've had these no-go zones, these Muslim neighborhoods where even the police and the firefighters don't go because they're breakaway republics inside France of jihadis, of Muslims who have contempt for France that have come out of North Africa and the Middle East. They go to France and they create their own little strongholds and, uh, and they're not friendly to the French people or to the French government or to the French culture, right? And now the Democrats are working on creating a, uh, a comparable situation in the United States. And they want to have their people vote for uh, nobody, like the Yippies, nobody for president. The Yippies used to chant, and I think they might have had T-shirts that said if they were that organized, nobody for president, and they loved the idea of nobody for president. And so the jihadis are kind of like the yippies of the 1960s and the 1970s that want nobody for president. And they are anarchists is what they are. And uh, you'd think that they just vote Democrat if they're anarchists and if they want to destroy America, then vote Democrat because they're getting the job done. That's for sure. More than any job they've ever gotten done before. Um, But that is remarkable stuff. And speaking of anarchists, uh, Aaron Bushnell. Do you know the name Aaron Bushnell? Aaron Bushnell, day before yesterday, uh, self-immolated at the Israeli embassy. And I have, and he's dead now. He's a crispy critter. He made himself into a crispy critter. And it uh, turns out he was, remember when, who was it, Thoroughly Modern Millie and uh, Joe Biden's military leadership saying that there, it was Thoroughly Modern Millie that said he wants to get in touch with his own white rage. Remember that? Because they were cleansing the U.S. military of extremists. Right, but their definition of extremist was anybody that flies an American flag in front of their house, or uh, votes Republican, or is on the side of the United States of America. I want to understand white rage, and I'm white, and I want to understand it. And they declared that they were cleansing the military of extremists. Well, day before yesterday, Sunday afternoon here in Washington D.C., an Air Force, U.S. Air Force senior airman, self-immolated at the Israeli embassy because he's pro-Hamas, like Rashida Tlaib and the other jihadis that she's rallying to vote against Joe Biden because Joe Biden is allegedly too pro-Israel. Israel doesn't think so, and any American Jew paying attention doesn't think so. But the left is so radical that they are they are essentially jihadis. They've joined the jihad. And this lunatic who's now dead, Aaron Bush, no, don't speak ill of the dead, But, you know, in this case, we might have to make an exception. Aaron Bushnell, uh, late and former senior airman, United States Air Force, who self-immolated a couple days ago, turns out the guy was an extremist who had not been cleansed from the Democrat Party Joe Biden media, uh, excuse me, military, because, um, you know, he's on the right side of extremism. That is, he's pro-Hamas, anti-Israel, pro-Jihad, and his pronouns are he and him. And he's an anarchist, and he was uh, affiliated with anarchist groups on his online, his social media and stuff. But somehow they didn't, uh, they didn't uh, cleanse him. Isn't that peculiar? That Joe Biden's military cleansing people of extremists didn't get Aaron Bushnell because he's not, you know, a Catholic or a conservative. He didn't vote for Trump. He didn't have a MAGA hat. So they didn't cleanse him from the military. He didn't reject the vaccine uh, that was mandatory, uh, even for super athletes like Navy SEALs and 
Army Delta Force super athletes in the prime of their lives who didn't want to get an untested vaccine. They kicked all those people out. But Aaron Bushnell somehow slipped through their torpedo net and self-immolated at the at the Israeli embassy day before yesterday and killed himself. He's been killed. And as uh, not just a skirt they wear in Scotland anymore. And and it's not like it's the first time the Democrats are fond of uh, suicide attacks. They have a lot of suicide attacks. And they have this is the third self-immolation of a Democrat in about the last year and a half. We had uh, another uh, woman, a Democrat woman, who wrapped herself in a Palestinian flag, self-immolated at the Israeli consulate in Atlanta, Georgia, in December. In December, right? And um, just a couple few months ago. And also we had the Earth Day protesters self-immolate at the Supreme Court. Earth Day 2022. So that's three self-immolations that I can point to right there. There might be more, but I can point to those. And the many, many suicide attacks of the Democrat Party, too. Completely crazy. And they've had suicide attacks generally attacking the police and murdering police uh, before doing their suicidal deed. But in Washington, D.C., in New York City, in Dallas, and Baton Rouge, uh, suicide attacks against the police. And let's not forget the Bernie Sanders volunteer, James Hodgkinson, who perpetrated a suicide attack against members of Congress on a baseball field in Alexandria, Virginia, shot Congressman Steve Scalise, and then had to be gunned down by the police. He shot a number of other people that day, too. The Bernie Sanders volunteer did James Hodgkinson. If only the Republicans knew how to message anything, that'd be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? Uh, Speaking of messaging anything, yeah, but suicide attacks are now part of the Democrat Party's portfolio. You got the self-immolations like they're Buddhist monks, but they're not. And you've got all the suicide attacks against police, murderous suicide attacks against police, mass murdering suicide attacks against police in uh, more than one instance and attempted mass murder in other instances. Uh, And they're all Democrat Party political operatives. They genuinely are. And now we're learning more again about this uh, Air Force, this senior airman that that immolated, self-immolated day before yesterday in Washington. And he's lefty all the way, lefty all the way. And they... uh, when they were uh, uh, cleansing the military of extremists, somehow they missed him. So we've got that going for us. Uh, speaking of extremists, we have Venezuelan gangs all over America now, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats, and they murder people. That's uh, what they do. Drag women down sidewalks in New York City and slam them into posts while they're dragging her from their stolen scooters and Vespas and things. The Democrat Party would like your vote. And what they're promising is more of that, a lot more of that. They, uh, they like to, uh, you know, uh, destroy. They're the left. The left has been destroying for, for a century now. You may remember the illegal alien in San Francisco in 2015 that murdered a, a beautiful young woman, Kate Steinle, who was walking on one of the piers in San Francisco along the water with her father when an illegal alien uh, shot her to death. And he said, oh, I just found this gun that was stolen from a federal law enforcement vehicle a couple of weeks early under a bench. And I, oh, and I just started shooting because that's what I do. And killed Kate Steinle in 2015. In 2018, an illegal alien from Mexico murdered Molly Tibbetts, Molly Tibbetts uh, in Iowa. And uh, now we've got the illegal alien from Venezuela and these Venezuelan gangs all over the place. Uh, murdering a, a beautiful, lovely young nursing student in Atlanta, Georgia, 
Uh, and this is the Democrat Party. They want they want your vote. Uh, in the meantime, Joe Biden is going on Seth Meyers in the middle of the night where he's reading his answers off of a teleprompter preloaded. And he still loses his train of thought when he's reading the teleprompter because his brain, she's a no good. His brain, she's a broke. That's a no good brain. And and uh, then he's eating an ice cream. And as uh, just uh, casual as can be, oh, yeah, we're going to make the Jews stop killing the jihadis. Maybe on Friday, maybe because Ramadan is coming up. And yeah, that's probably it. Uh, even Jake Tapper, a Democrat Capitol Hill staffer turned fake journalist. Uh, even he said, John, well, you know, gosh, eating the ice cream while you're doing that. Pretty crazy. And uh, Eric Adams, the corrupt mayor of New York, Democrat, who likes more crime. And he's a former cop. He's a disgrace to his former profession and and to his current current profession, too. But that's hard to disgrace. Eric Adams saying, well, gosh, maybe when illegal aliens also commit follow-on felonies in the city, maybe we should be able to report them to ICE. What kind of crazy talk is that? There should be a recall election. Uh, Speaking of which, there are two members of the Washington, D.C. City Council that are facing recall recall, uh, efforts in Washington because of all the crime in their neighborhood, in their neighborhoods, plural, and uh, the crime is everywhere now because the Democrats have made things better. So now there are no more good neighborhoods in Washington. The crime is everywhere because the Democrats are, you know, they're leveling the playing field. That's uh, that's how they do it. Spread crime out. Uh, homeless shelters in every high-quality neighborhood. That's uh, that's their plan. Uh, let's get panhandlers to all the best neighborhoods. Put them in front of the best restaurants. See how that works out. Well, restaurants are fleeing. Restaurant owners now are are petitioning for recall elections for two D.C. city council members. And interestingly, they're both white. The D.C. city council members that are facing recall are both white. Um, And I don't know, are they the only two white city council members? Because I didn't think we had any white city council members. I only found out when I saw that uh, two city council members are facing recall efforts and they're both white. I was like, huh, who knew we had white city council members? But there it is. But uh, you know who's not facing a recall election is Trayon White, who believes that the Jews control the weather and make it snow because the Rothschilds are trying to control the cities and they're going to take over. The Democrat Party is unhinged. It's completely nuts, honestly. And uh, did you see Rachel Campos Duffy with Fox News went down to the border and uh, fluent Spanish speaker, native uh, Spanish speaker, and and she asked a bunch of illegal aliens a fun question. She's asking, uh, you know, who are you for, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Joe Biden or Donald Trump? She lined them up and asked them uh, fun questions. And uh, you'll never believe what their answers were. Coming up, Seth Meyers, Joe Biden, his age is classified. But that's okay. He dumps classified stuff all over the place. That's not a problem. Michigan primary today, 16 delegates up for grabs today among Republicans. Nikki Haley's apparently still in this thing. Democrats are still monkey-wrenching the system. And did you see the Ukrainian hitman that said he was contracted by Ukrainian intelligence to assassinate Tucker Carlson by blowing up Tucker Carlson's car with a bomb in order to kill him. But that's not where that story ends because it turns out, well, who's running Ukrainian intelligence right now? Huh. 
Some questions ought to be raised about this, but probably won't be. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Some people may remember the Mariel Boatlift and Fidel Castro's Cuban crime wave and Tony Montana. Say hello to my little friend. Right? And, you know, Scarface, it was great stuff uh, about the crime wave that the commies inflicted on us by emptying their jails and mental institutions, sending them all here to the United States and the Democrats waving them ashore because they want to get more people murdered, more Americans murdered. Well, now we got the Venezuelan crime wave because the commie there, Nicolas Maduro, dictator, emptied his prison, sent him all the United States, and now we can't deport anyone because he will not accept people deported from the United States. And there are murderers and gang members everywhere that Joe Biden and the Democrats waved into the country, and I hope they don't murder your family, but they're going to murder somebody's family because this is what the Democrats have arranged for. This is what they do. Am I right? Yes, I am. And because I live in Washington, D.C., just across the mighty Potomac River, we have the Commonwealth of Virginia. And the story out of there now is uh, is that a Venezuelan migrant, that is to say an illegal alien, the news media always says migrant. And, and the Washington Post today uh, spreads this lie saying, well, immigrants commit fewer crimes than native-born Americans. That's because we have so many Democrats. But, yeah, then they say they say immigrants. Well, sure, legal immigrants. Illegal immigrants, uh, that's another story altogether. But they lie, about, they lie about everything. And now Venezuelan migrant, meaning illegal alien, in the U.S. charged for sexual assault on a minor in the Commonwealth of Virginia, which is not a border state. Last time I looked, anyway, I think the border is moving, though. 32-year-old illegal. Well, you know, it's the old yin and yang of things. The uh, What's bad for one person or group of people is very often good for another group of people. And, and the Venezuelan vendetta that has been unleashed in the United States of America thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats who want more murder and more crime. You know, it's a pretty simple equation. More Democrats, more murder. More Democrats, more carjacking. More Democrats, more crime. Uh, open borders, thanks to Democrats. More murders, more mayhem, more crime. More sexual assault on a minor by an illegal alien from Venezuela in Virginia, not a border state. More murder in Georgia by a Venezuelan illegal alien. They're all illegal aliens. That's what we're talking about. But Renzo Mendoza Montes, Venezuelan illegal alien arrested two charges of sexual assault on a minor. And the Democrats, you know, they're the party of Jeffrey Epstein and 
and Epstein Island and Bill Clinton and and uh, Anthony Weiner. They're the party of of you know Hollywood. <laughs> They're the party of of standing ovations for Roman Polanski uh, and for Harvey Swinstein. They're the party of sexual assault on minors. They're also the party that got Lake and Riley murdered in uh, at the University of Georgia the other day by Jose Antonio Ibarra, 26 years old, an illegal alien from Venezuela. Venezuela is the new crime wave. Now, here's the... Uh, Here's the things. You know, there's upside, there's downside. Here's the headline from Bloomberg News. Venezuela's violent deaths fall to 22-year low because they sent all their murderers and gang members here. And this is, this is Bloomberg, all right? Venezuelan violent deaths, meaning murders, fall to a 22-year low. They haven't had so few murders in nearly a quarter of a century, but our homicide rate is picking up the slack, thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats. And Lake and Riley, the young woman, the, the nursing student in Georgia, who was murdered, and we heard today that her head was so smashed that it was misshapen by this illegal alien, uh, Jose Antonio Ibarra, and uh, the, the blood is on Joe Biden's hands. And what does he do? He goes and eats ice cream with Seth Meyers and then tries to tell jokes or whatever. But, but the, the ratio is the lowest since 2001 of violent deaths, meaning murders, in Venezuela. The Violence Observatory says that's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Venezuela's rate of violent deaths dropped to its lowest level in more than two decades following years of massive migration. That's what they call it, meaning they're emptying their prisons and sending all their gang members to the United States. We see them dragging women around the sidewalks of New York, murdering nursing students in Georgia. We see the attacks all over the country. Uh, I, I didn't tell the story yesterday, although almost did when I was when I was talking about the guy self-immolating at the Israeli embassy because my best girl and I, we were in Georgetown. We were looking at a building that's being demolished and uh, we actually set out to go look at this old power plant that's being dismantled And because, you know, it's fun. It's engineering. And my best girl suggested, we went down to Georgetown and we were on this uh, street, uh, a block where there was nobody else there. And when we were getting out of my best girl's car, uh, a, a car pulled up close alongside her, a red Got a Japanese car, four males in the car. Three of the males got out of the car, and they were Venezuelan gang members. How do I know they were Venezuelan gang members? I profiled them. Okay? I looked at them, and they were smirking with leers as they walked slowly around. I had stepped out of my best girl's car. She was still in the driver's seat. And, and I leaned over, and I said, this is what a carjacking looks like, I said to my best girl. And I... Um, I watched very closely as these three 22 to 24-year-old uh, Latin American males attired as uh, Venezuelan illegal gang members, illegal alien gang members would be attired. And I, you know, I was keeping a close eye on things. I had a small thermonuclear device in my pocket, so I felt okay. And, and they came around and they were leering and sneering and doing the slow, tough guy walk around the car and passed me. And there was nobody else on the block, even though it was in Georgetown. 
It's where this demolition is going on. And I, and I leaned over to my best girl as they passed by, and they went into this building that's like an executive suites building where visiting corporate types put up their executives when they're visiting Washington, D.C. And I assume that we, the taxpayers, are paying to put up these, these uh, three guys who look like gangbangers from Venezuela uh, in Georgetown because the Democrats are making everything better depending on what the meaning of the word better is, they don't know what that word means. And we see Venezuela's homicide rate dropping to a 22-year low um, because the Democrats are helping out the communist dictator, Nicolas Maduro, in Venezuela, and we're going to pay the price. And they're asking for your vote today in Michigan, unless you're a, you're a jihadi, and then which a lot of Democrats are, they join anarchist groups and, and uh, you know, groups that burn our cities, Antifa, which was a terrorist group founded in Germany in the 1930s, and the Democrats have made it popular in the United States of America. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, another fun story, another fun story, like those are fun stories, but another fun story today is our uh, wonderful Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears called a man dressed as a woman, sir, because he's a man dressed as a woman, Danica Rome, the first transgender person elected to the state house in any state, and it happened in Virginia. And our wonderful lieutenant governor there called the dude sir, and the, uh, and the left went crazy. Well, it's not that they went crazy. They once again revealed that, that they are crazy. I... I uh, I had meant to go to a phone call a little bit earlier. Let's go to a phone call, Michael. Let's talk to the nice people. Let's go to uh, let's go to William calling from Manassas, Virginia. Mr. William, you are on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris Plant. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, hey, uh, so when you're talking about that uh, airman, you know, who burned himself, you were talking about all the other different, you know, attacks in different areas. I mean, I don't know if you call what that guy did an attack, whatever, because he didn't attack anyone. That's right. Yeah, it was just a, no, it was self-immolation. I separated out the three self-immolations that the Democrats have executed in the last year and a half uh, and and the suicide attacks on almost all of them are police. The other suicide attack by James Hodgkinson, the Bernie Sanders volunteer, was on Republican members of Congress uh, practicing for the annual baseball game. Uh, yeah, and uh, the, uh, so the guy, I don't know about his, you know, his politics or whatever, um, but... Um, but again, I don't think he ever said he was, you know, he was for Hamas from what I recall, or whatever. I think he 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 may have said he was, you know, for you know Palestine, which you know you could argue oh, Palestine, Hamas, you know, same same thing, whatever. But the, um, you know, but like, but I mean, I I don't think that the like you know thousand people were killed in the attack on uh, Israel, and they were thir- like by Israeli's own numbers, twenty five thousand people they've killed back. So I don't know if that's a you know uh, proportional retribution. <laughs> well, proportional response is an idiotic uh, approach to warfare with a genocidal death cult known as radical Islam, embodied here by Hamas, funded by Iran, Iran funded by Joe Biden and Barack Obama. But uh, they murdered. Uh, more, you said, a thousand kind of trivializing what they did. They murdered more than 1,200 people. They kidnapped hundreds more. They raped, tortured, disfigured, murdered. They mutilated women with big knives. They they uh, killed them while they were raping them. The videos are absolutely atrocious. And, you know, when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, they killed fewer than 3,000 Americans 
uh, and we went to war with them over that, and tens of millions were killed in, in the war in the Pacific. And, of course, Harry Truman dropped two atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Now, proportional response is just perpetuating the system that you have. And uh, that's what the Biden administration is trying to do now, trying to stop Israel from smashing the enemy that will continue to attack them and has in its charter, I'm sure you know, William, a call for Israel to be wiped out from the river to the sea. And a lot of Democrats in the United States have signed up for that. Now, Aaron Bushnell was part of uh, a couple of different anarchist groups, a couple of different anarchists, and he writes things, he wrote things, now he's dead because he killed himself. He wrote, this is what our ruling class has decided will be normal, talking about the war in, um, in Israel, that is, Israel uh, dealing with the genocidal terrorist group on their flank. And, and uh, his username, Lily Anarchitty, uh, he's an anarchist, and he's got the uh, A with a circle around it, right? He, uh, he announced on one of his social media platforms that his pronouns are he and him, which is as normal as it gets, I think, for a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Democrats these days. And you're right, a lot of Palestinians have been killed because Hamas attacked Israel and declared war. You'd say what they did was a declaration of war against Israel, wouldn't you, William? Um, I mean, I, I would say that, but I mean, I don't think by, like, by Israeli's own numbers, they've killed 10,000 children. I don't know if you can argue, oh, well, most of those, those children were terrorists as well. I mean, you can argue about the human shields. Hamas does use human shields, but if you have a bank robber holding a guy hostage, you don't shoot the bank robber and the hostage. Sure, sure, that's true, but it's not a bank robbery with a hostage. It is a war by a genocidal death cult called Hamas, and more broadly, radical Islam, which is dedicated to the mission of the extermination of the Jewish people, right? Uh, I would say, yeah, the, you know, I mean, Hamas, they probably probably would want that, but I know that in, 20, in 2017, they actually took it off their chart of the structure of Israel. Now, they're sure, they can just be pulling their cards tight, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, uh, yeah, but I, I don't, like, I, I don't, I think there gets to a point where, like, when you, you don't want to be doing genocide back or return, like, how many Palestinians is too many dead? Like, is, is 100,000 too many? Is 500,000 too many? Is a million too many? Like, where's the line you draw, hey, we've, yeah. we've killed too many of them? That's a fair question. That's absolutely a fair question. And, and the Israelis are considering that. And, and uh, they realize, I mean, they're the ones that live there. And when uh, this is over with, if it's ever over with, they're still going to be there. Now, that is a moral question. It's a military question. It's, a, it's an important question. It's a human question. And, and the humanity, William, is an important element in this conflict as it is in any war. Quite honestly, now let me let me ask you because you you brought in um, uh, Aaron Bushnell and uh, Hamas and all of this. You know the left is praising Aaron Bushnell as a martyr. They're using the word martyr for setting himself on fire, which is something we don't see a lot of. But now three Democrats have self-immolated in the last year and a half, Earth Day of 2022 forward. A woman at the Israeli consulate in Atlanta self-immolating in December, just a couple months ago. And now uh, Aaron Bushnell at the Israeli embassy. I think they've got a problem with the Jews. Do you think they have a problem with the Jews? Uh, I mean, I don't think that necessarily. I mean, I like I know that majority of Jews in the U.S. are actually Democrats and actually, you know, pro, like they are against they are a pro ceasefire. So, I mean, I don't know if you say that most Jews in the in U.S. are against Israel. 
I mean, or against against Jews in general, even if they're against Israel. No, I'd say most Democrats have lined up against Israel, though. And again, the language, the language is important. You know, words matter. And when the left comes out and declares Aaron Bushnell to be a martyr and a martyr uh, who is he killed himself as a protest. He said it. I played the audio here yesterday. I don't know if you heard it when I played the audio of Aaron Bushnell killing himself and making his statement before he self-immolated and he was screaming, free Palestine. Now, William, you understand that Palestine was free uh, to attack Israel. They were free to elect their own leaders. They were free to elect Hamas, and they did. And then Hamas stopped holding elections, of course, because they elected an authoritarian leadership in Hamas, and they elected terrorists who want to wipe out the Jews from the river to the sea, from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. You understand that, right? Then they, they've got an area, just the Gaza Strip is twice the size, more than twice the size of Washington, D.C., and they've got more than 25 miles of Mediterranean seafront property. Now, what have they done with that, William? Uh, well, I know they've been, you know, I think there was a hard question about them. I think they're about bringing in weapons through there, which, you know, again, I'm sure they probably did, whatever. But I know that I think that uh, is like Israel has basically, you know, block, blockaded them and cut off food supplies. And uh, well, since the, the war, um, since the war started. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, before, before like I know. Um, no, like before, before that. No, they, they have. They basically have been have been. Uh, what is it? Um, they, they did have work visa programs, whatever. But again, the. Um, and again, I know they did build the the uh, greenhouses, which you know Hamas did take apart for weapons. Yeah, I'm no fan of Hamas. Well, and and, and they and they use and they use the billions to build a tunnel system that has more miles than the New York City subway of tunnels. And they didn't build those so they could they could have school sessions where they teach them about living side by side in peace with their neighbors. They built them so they could attack Israel and wipe out the Jews from the river to the sea. That's why all the tunnels. Well, I know that uh, Netanyahu and the um, his party they actually funded Hamas to help them win the election because they didn't want the Fatah, the Palestinian Authority, winning the election because they were more pro peace, whatever. So, if anyone should fall for Hamas being power, that'd be Netanyahu. Well, that's more of what we would call a conspiracy theory than uh, Netanyahu that, admitted himself. That, admitted himself that uh, that uh, he and the Israelis chose Hamas at that moment in time many years ago because they were more the more reasonable option for Israel than Fatah at the time? Uh, but again, because they knew, they always said that if Fatah had been in power on both, they would have been able to push the UN to try and have a Palestinian state. They knew Hamas was, a, was hated Israel, wanted them all dead. Mm-hmm. So like, hey, if we have Hamas, we'll never have to negotiate them, and you know, we can just be at <clears throat> perpetual war. Well, I would say that um, Hamas is at, at perpetual war with Israel, and Hamas was given their freedom, their liberty. They were given what is effectively a state more than twice the size of Washington, D.C. They were given the ability to uh, hold elections. They did, they did hold elections, uh, and Hamas won, and this is what you get. Now, saying, oh, Netanyahu didn't want the more moderate because then the U.N. would call for a Palestinian state. They're calling for a Palestinian state anyway under Hamas, and they were before the elections. And I would just argue, William, that that is Gaza, in effect, a either a Palestinian state in, in whole uh, or a reasonable facsimile of a Palestinian state, a starter state, and this is what you get uh, out of the starter state run by the Palestinians who elected their leadership. 
Uh, yeah, I'll say that the um, that the prime minister of Israel himself said a two state solution was never on the table. We were never going to give Palestinian states. So I, don't, I think that yeah. the prime minister, uh, the uh, defense minister, disagrees with you. Well, I, you know, I got to say, you know, the, the, the two state solution is what we're what we're living with now. Uh, you got the Palestinians have the West Bank to some degree or another. They have Hamas. They have uh, the Gaza rather entirely. Uh, and this is what you get from the two. What do you think a bigger two state solution would look like? They still want to wipe Israel off the map. They're a terrorist army. William, how old are you? Can I ask how old are you? I'm, I'm uh, 27. All right. All right, good. Well, you're a thinking person. Keep thinking. Keep looking stuff up. Keep listening to this show. Um, good for you. Now, uh, I guess when I was talking to William, William said he's 27 at the end. Uh, William, you have a very youthful voice. I thought maybe you were... Uh, 21 years old, maybe even 18 years old, youthful voice. And uh, that's uh, that's good. That's fine. I don't know if uh, if you were still on, I'd ask, hey, were you at the Israeli embassy yesterday um, protesting at the vigil, the uh, anti-Israel gangs? Apparently hundreds of lefties and jihadis showed up at the Israeli embassy in Washington with his last words were free Palestine, rest in power. I love the red. And our martyr, calling him a martyr. And uh, the lunatics mobbed and They got like a Princess Diana pile of flowers outside because the guy killed himself. And it doesn't make a lot of sense, but lefties love death more than we love life. This is in solidarity with Aaron, who burned his body. At the very least, we can burn the Zionist flag. They're burning the Zionist flag. No Israel, wipe out Israel from the river to the sea. And they're screaming at the police there, the Secret Service. Um, I got more. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.